Welcome back to Urban Theology. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who were brought together by the grace of God to talk about the ups, downs, and the in-betweens. How you feeling, Raheem? My brother, man, I'm feeling good, man. It's a, I'm glad to be here for another episode. Glad, glad we made it this far. Yes, you know? sir. Episode six. Hey, just thought we wouldn't make it to episode six. We're we here. Hey, they didn't want us to make it. <laughs> we're making it anyway. Hey, look, man, I'm 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 so thankful to God that we have been able to make it this far. We have a lot of things in the works uh, behind the scenes. I mean, we've been talking about so many wonderful new additions to the podcast. Um, if you're listening, stay tuned, continue to tell people about the podcast. If you haven't, make sure you're leaving us a rating on the Apple Podcast platform. Uh, it's important for us to know how we're impacting all of our listeners. If we're saying things that are just plain old crazy, make sure you let us know. If you love what we're doing, make sure you let us know. Just show us love. Also, man, don't hesitate to share it with a friend. Um, forward it on IG, share it in your group chats, man. Um, just keep showing us love. We appreciate it. And just, you know, keep keep helping us. Yeah, so we got a big episode coming up right now. And we are talking about, yes, a drum roll. Oh. We're talking about sex, all right? We're going to be talking about sex today. So if you have any little kids in the vicinity, tell them to go watch. What are, what are the kids watching nowadays? They can't watch Paw Patrol anymore because the cops are... No, like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, but take the kids out the room. You know, we're going we gonna to get a little grown for this conversation. But before we do that, we always like to say a quick little prayer so that we invite God in our midst. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get that popping off. All right. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to once again uh, come together for another week where we just share our faith. Uh, we ask that you will come into our hearts, allow us to educate the people on sex and also allow people to reach out to us and educate us if you misspeak. Uh, Father, Lord, we thank you for all of the relationships we have and the responsibilities that we have to all of our listeners who are in relationships. Uh, we just want to ask that you can help guide us in these relationships so we can ultimately uh, get married, dwell as one, and just just have that security with our partners. In my name is Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. So let's jump right into it. Uh, so <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Let's talk about it's sex, weird. baby. First of all, first of all, so me and you both have girlfriends, yep. right? Uh, newly acquired girlfriend. Yes, sir. Right? Real fresh. So how are you going about the topic of are, are you having sex? No, um, me and my girl, we're not. Um, oh, so we're, you're a saint? No, no. Far, <laughs> far from that. Far from being a saint. I don't want yeah. y'all to hear that and think uh, he's holier than thou. Well, before we jump into it, you know, some people say they're celibate. Some people say they're, they're, they're practicing abstinence. I wanted to go into the official definition of these two terms, right? So celibacy, you want to read to the people what celibacy means? Yeah, so celibacy, uh, definition of celibacy, the state of not being married, one, or abstination from um, sexual intercourse. Abstention. Oh, abstention, abstention. my bad. Abstention from um, sexual intercourse and abstention by vow for marriage. Okay, so if you're lonely, can I say that, if I'm just lonely, can I say I'm being celibate? Um, no, not necessarily. I think in the context of written definition, I think it's in the form of before marriage. So maybe you're mm, dating somebody. Exactly. Or... Right. Before marriage. Okay. And then I'll go ahead and read the definition of abstinence. So abstinence is the practice of abstaining from something, the practice of not doing or having something 
that is wanted or enjoyable. Okay, I think those are that that those two words are key. That is wanted or enjoyable, you know. Um, and then there's another. The second definition says habitual abstaining from intoxicating beverages. Sex can be an intoxicating beverage yeah. for sure. Uh, and then it also says abstention, not abstination. <laughs> abstention from sexual intercourse. All right, so we're in we're in relationships. Where are you at? Where are you at in your relationship? So. Um, I'm glad we read both um, definitions because for me, the terms are interchangeable. Yeah, um, yeah. I just think the biggest thing is if you've decided for whatever your reason is, um, you're deciding to abstain or, you know, from sex. And in my case, it's, it's celibacy, making a, a choice to wait for marriage, right? To hopefully by the time me and my girlfriend get married, you know, make it, make it that far, you know, to, to wait. Where, where are you currently? Bro, I'm 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 at the celibacy stage, you know, and I'm also abstaining. You know, it's something that, oh, we want to do this. We believe it's enjoyable from experience. Like I, unfortunately, almost half my life, almost half my life, I've been exposed to sex. You know, almost. So it's something where I'm trying to tell myself to change. You know, and I wouldn't be able to do that without Jesus Christ. You know, because it's it's almost impossible it's, it's it's very tough i feel like there's some listeners who struggle with that i've struggled with it so this episode is to kind of tear down you know br- break down the walls of okay being abstinent um talk about the difficulties talk about the benefits and also to talk about our experiences you know so um let's go from our personal accounts so let's tell people how we got to this stage right so i mean as a christian i always felt it would be great it's it's the right thing to do to be celibate but i did not practice that in previous relationships um when i was younger it was i got introduced to sex um at 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 an early age peer pressure you could say um everybody was doing it and i felt like i was the odd one out so hey, I got to jump in. I got to jump into the river. You know, everybody else is doing it. And since then, I've had relationships after relationships. And I, I, I'm i now falling on the side of I want to be celibate out of desperation because I have tried things on my own. I, I want to get married. I want to settle down, you know. And I think I've met people and had great intentions. They've had great intentions, but it just has never worked. You know, so um, in my past relationships, I've, I've, I've let myself down. I've let God down. I've also let these women down because I, 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 would, I would talk a good talk. You know, I would say I wanted to do this, but I would eventually fail. Uh, so now where I'm at, what I figured out is you have to be really clear in your intentions, okay? You meet somebody and people, people will probably be like, yo, you're, 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 you're too quick with things, you know, like when you talk about marriage and no, I talked about marriage with my girlfriend from day one. Like, it was like, yo, what you trying to do? You know, this ain't, no, <laughs> this, up, yeah, and, and this ain't no, oh, trying to figure out what she's trying to eat. Oh, I don't know. You pick. No, no. This is like, what you trying to do? And she was like, yeah, I, I want to get married. You know? And I said, yeah, I want to get married as well. And we were cool enough where it wasn't this thing where we said, oh, let's just do it. Ace. No, it's like, hey, let's put in the work. So at, at whenever we're ready to get married, we'll actually be ready. You know, so um, I started off and 
clear intentions. And then I also didn't beat around the bush. You know, in the past, I've kind of wanted to be abstinent, but honestly, I thought it wasn't the cool thing to do. I thought Shorty would look at me like, he wants the what? You don't want this? You don't want all this? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's, what's wrong with this fella? Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of, I was kind of ashamed of it, you know? So, but in this relationship that I'm in now, I thank God for bringing it to me because I was open about it. And she was like, yeah, that's where I want to go to. So it was a, we dapped each other up, you know, he was like, all right, we can go ahead and do this. So that's my personal account of where I've been and how I've got here in a, in a quick little nutshell. Man, uh, that was actually um, really dope. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Bro, Man, share your own. I mean, <laughs> I mean, for me, like, so I was definitely, I guess you could call it like a late bloomer. Um, like, obviously, like most boys, hormones were raging crazy in high school, but I wasn't, I wasn't having sex in high school. I wasn't, I wasn't that cool. I, I just was not that cool. First of all, hey, I just want to say I was not that cool either, okay? No, no but again, there's different... I mean, you don't got to be cool, but I just was not... Yeah. I just wasn't there. Again, yeah. I, was, I didn't know. I was scared to talk to girls. I just just never made it there. Um, in college, I was pretty... Oh, I was pretty cool in college. I didn't really like... Um, I wasn't really like sleeping around or anything. I still didn't really have sex like that in college. Surprisingly, I was still a virgin in college. Um, I mean, fooled a little, I fooled a little bit around with some chicks, but I never went like all the way when I was um, in college. For me, it wasn't until like after I graduated college that I started having sex. You know, bro. And can, can just to pause real quick, like hearing you say that, I'm thinking of man, God really saved you from a lot because there's a lot of trauma that I faced from all the little past things that I. Bro, hey, keep going. I mean, going. I'm not going to hold you. I still, I mean, again, I still wanted to whatever, do my thing in college. But, yeah. I mean, again, nobody knew. Like, oh, this guy's still a virgin. Nobody, yeah. nobody knew. I was able to play it off. Like, if you knew my friends, a lot of my friends, I love them dudes, but they was getting around. Yeah. And my brothers, <laughs> I love them dudes today. All right, six and, and I. And time. <laughs> again, I didn't say their names. <laughs> you went to Frostburg. You know who you are. Nah, but, like. Um, but like you probably would assume because because of who my friends were like I was yeah. getting some too like oh he wanted the cool Africans he probably get joints I'm like bro don't don't let all that fool you but like no I was um pretty pretty okay in college again like I was saying it wasn't until after I graduated college that um that I started having sex around the age of 21 22 um I mean and I'm honestly it was kind of like a firecracker from the ages of like 22 to like 20 22 to like 25. Yeah, 25-ish or whatever. No, no, not 25, 25, 24. Because what happened was um, um, when I turned 24, that was when I got saved. I was like, yeah, I'm just going, I'm going to just mm. chill on the sex thing. So um, I, I would say I've been um, celibate on and I guess you, I'm not going to call it on and off because there have been challenges. Like I always tell people, it's not, it doesn't mean you're going to be 100% perfect, that you're going to always get it right, right? That, there, there may be sometimes like you will slip up in this journey, right? But um, the biggest thing is you have to figure out your why. Like, why, why are you doing this, right? Why are you making this choice, right? And that also takes into account the mistakes you may make along the way because I have made mistakes, right? But that doesn't negate my end goal, if, if I'm making sense, right? Yeah. But, um, but also in my dating relationships and stuff, I would make it very clear, like, hey, like, um, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm, I'm practicing. Like, this is what I believe. Like, I hope you're cool with it. And in my dating experience, I haven't really had too much. 
issues with it. I mean, sometimes there are challenges because some women don't really believe you. Like, right. come on, man. They think it's a test. Yeah. Like, oh, this is cute. Yeah, yeah. like, nah. Yeah. But like, yeah. I'm, really, I'm really 100 with it. And then like, with my current girlfriend, like, we're all on the same page. We've been on the same page from the jump. Like, we had a conversation about it, like, what we believe, like, where we are, and what we're striving to do. Because, you know, you have two imperfect people with two imperfect tasks, mm -hmm. right? But there's this willingness to be like, you know what? We're going to try and do this together, right? We're going to try and make this commitment to God you know, that we're making individually, right? But also together, we're going to try and do this, you know, this thing together. So that's pretty much where, um, where I am now and where I came from. And thank you for sharing my brother. No problem, man. So I, I want to go into our whys. Like, why are we holding out on sex? All right. We, we have, we have, we've had sex before, you know, like in, in our, in our lives. So what, in, why now? So I'm, I'm going to go first. Um, I did talk about a bit of desperation, right? And I say that meaning, you know, I, I don't have anybody else to lean on besides God. I am somebody where, you know, I think I'm 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 six three. You know, I got I got waves in my hair, you know, shout out to my mom and dad. And I always felt like by 30, I would be married. Like I should be married, but I've never had a relationship longer than three months, bro. And I've put my heart into these relationships, but it's just I can't do it on my own. I cannot do it on my own. So, and one might say, well, maybe it's, maybe it's the sex. Maybe that's what it is. And, and for me, I've always had sex in my relationships. And somebody might say, okay, well, maybe it's the fact that, you know, you're just not doing a good job with sex. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't hold myself on this pedestal. Maybe that's the case, but people don't tell me that. And another thing is, I've noticed that the reasons why we break up were always there from the start. There's just been something that has been masking these issues and then it just comes to a, a, a screeching halt when it's too much. So I've looked at my life and I've said, yo, we're able to communicate. We're able to go out and have fun. You know, I think I've met some beautiful women with just bold minds and they have so much to offer. And I'm like, everything seems to line up right. We even sat there and said, hey, you know, we can have a future with, with each other and it just hasn't worked. And for me, looking, going down my checklist, it's like, have you let God take control of this? Or do you keep on trying to say you're the master of everything? Oh, I'm the man. I know I could, you know, step into a woman's life and show her that I can beat on my chest and protect her. You know, I can grow my beard. You know, I'm out here. And that's what I've been trying to do. So my why was out of desperation. And then it was also, well, as a Christian, I know that the Bible, the Bible talks a lot of, like, it'll say woman and it'll say wife, right? And I want the wife because the Bible talks about the wife in such a lovely way. That's, that's what I want. That's that relationship I want when it talks about the wife. You know, now when it talks about the woman, a lot of times it warns you, it warns you, okay, do not be with this type of woman. Do not sleep around with women. Do not do this. But when it talks about wife, it, it says, uh, like I remember in, in, in Genesis, it kind of said, and he took his wife and he, he took into his wife or something like, or he came into his wife or something. And I'm like, I want a wife, you know, that that's where I want to be. So I'm like, Hey, I want to fall under God's law as far as like, Hey, I've tried it my way. I think, you know, I'm an okay guy. I'm a decent guy. It's just not working for me. God, please help solidify a marriage for me help solidify my relationship so that's that's my why man <laughs> this is actually like a, a tough 
not really like a tough question, but it, it takes a lot of like introspection where you kind of have to like look at yourself and you got to figure out like, why am I doing this? Right? Why do I want to do this? Right? And for me, like, um, not even just from like a Christian perspective, because I will, I will talk about that. Right. It was just for me on one side, it was like, you know what? I don't want to let um, sex just cloud my mind. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Cause it's like, you can be like with somebody and they're like, Oh, this, she's so bad. Like she's this or whatever. And you're having sex or whatever. But then like her personality is, is complete garbage. Right. But because, yeah. because you enjoy sex with her so much, you overlook all of those character deficiencies. Right. And you're just like, you're, you're mesmerized, but like, she's like no good for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but you don't, you don't really see that. Right. You're, you're blinded by it. I've, I've been blinded by it. We've all had a, a situation like that where you're just like, like, what am I doing? Like, why am I like, why am I still here? And like, sex is one of those things, right? And I realized like, yo, I, I need a level of clarity where I can get to know somebody, right? Without, without having sex with them, right? Because it takes a deeper level of like effort for me to have to get to know them, get to know them as a person, actually try and like them for who they are before I even get to, you know, obviously get married and get, hopefully get to that point with them or whatever. And it's not to say that just because you, you may have had sex with somebody before, you can't still get to know them. It's just that I don't get the same authenticity with, without that. You know, that's, that's kind of part of why I kind of figured out my way. But also just as like a Christian, I just got to a point where I was like, you know what, God, I actually want to try and honor you, at least with this part of my life. You know, it's, um, it takes a level of just saying like, you know what, God, I'm going to try. Part of it is just is having the commitment and just saying you're going to try. It does not mean you're going to, hundred percent get it right but you got to lean on god right and and when you kind of have your why and you understand why like whether that is i want to wait until i'm married which is okay i just feel like as a culture we kind of frown generally at people especially i think because we live in such a free culture yeah like like, i'm never going to tell anybody what to like like, what to do you can do whatever you want to do it's not i'm not god i'm not going to tell you i'm not going to condemn you or whatever but i feel like on the flip side you shouldn't condemn somebody because they're choosing I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but you shouldn't condemn somebody because I they're mean, making that choice. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not going to run around with the gavel. Yeah, know? of course. But I'm, not. I'm always going to stand on truth. You know, so when, when my homies hit me up and they talk about, I'm be like, hey, bro, like maybe you need to take a step back, you know, and, and think about what you actually want to do with this woman. You know, I, I would say any of my friends that I see who are not pursuing marriage, I'm speaking up like, yo, like, so what you doing with her? You know, like, no, what, facts. like what's, what, what's y'all plan? What yeah, y'all got going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody, everybody's a man and woman that can make their own decisions. You know, like I said, I'm not going to run around here with the gavel and little fake wig on or anything like that. But, you know, I'm going to stand in my truth. And if I have any friends who are doing things that doesn't seem to lead to marriage, because I'm, I'm 30 now. All right. I'm big 30. Just turned 30 last month. You know, shout out to me. What else are you chasing right now? You know? <laughs> what else are you chasing at our big age you know another thing too is like like I also feel like <laughs> you just get to a point where it's just like I'm not saying it's all the same but it is all the same like oh, no I'm like not. let's 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 no by all you know what I'm talking yeah, I'm, yeah, and I'm not I'm not trying to get yeah, too graphic yeah, yeah, yeah but like yeah. as a man you gotta get to a point where you're just like you know what there's a level of spiritual discipline that's one mm-hmm. and just physical oh, yeah. discipline where you gotta be focused like you know what I've had everything that's out there. God, just, I want to do something different. Like, I want to try this out. And, like, I just want to see where it leads me to. Okay, now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, right? So what about the man who says, well, I haven't had everything that's out there? 
<laughs> to the man that, that said yeah. that, bro, I'm just going to keep it a stack with you. You're going to keep searching. You're going to keep looking. Mm. The fact. And and it's not even just with sex. It's everything in the world. Like, everything God made was good. Sex is one of those things, right? But if we're trying to enjoy all of these good things outside of the context he created it for, we're going to keep chasing it. And we don't really get to enjoy it the way we should. Outside of the context that he created it for. Yes, sir, man. No, I, that's – you hit it right on the head, man. So uh, let's talk about – tips and advice for anyone who is trying to practice abstinence in a relationship. Now I'm going to go ahead and say, no, no, before we get there, how about we talk about the fact that people think because you're practicing abstinence that you don't have this appetite that you're like, whatever you have is broken or something like that. You know, like I've, I've told some women like, yeah, no, I want to wait till marriage. And they look at me like, okay, something's wrong with this guy. (laughs) And it's like, no, I still get the urge. I still get the urge. It's just discipline. Honestly, to the person, I, w- I would say, like, it's even harder. Kind of like my brother was just saying. When, oh, when, when you, and, and, and that, honestly, it goes for everything. Not just sex. Like, even, like, let's say you want to go on a diet or whatever. Like, you, the urge is just even more. Yep. So it's like you have to find, you know, different things to stay balanced, right? Part of that is, you know, staying um, spiritually balanced, which is one. Working out, exercising is a big thing because, I mean, obviously it is spiritual, but also physical beings. You need to find a way to always keep your body, you know, keep it, um, keep it pretty even, if I make a sense. Yeah, and you got to think about it as it's a battle within. It's not, it's not about, oh, I have to stop the action. You got to work on the thoughts. You know, exactly. What are you feeding your spirit? You know, like if you're sitting here in 24-7, you're thinking about sex, sex sex and you're saying oh but i'm just gonna control my hand and no you have to tackle the heart you gotta say okay you know what why am i thinking like this 24 7 what is it that i'm feeding my mind and my heart that is making me think about this 24 7 honestly i'm gonna keep it a stack which joints on instagram are you following (laughs) check your explore page yeah yeah man i mean we also live in a society that is filled with just sexual innuendos and Everywhere you look, it's something sexual in nature. Um, so, I mean, it's, it, it's tough. But what I will say are the rewards, you know, the rewards of actually doing God's will. You know, this is a commandment, too. Thou shalt not commit adultery. You know, I mean, people that we're sleeping with that are not our spouses. Yeah, it's, it's a commandment. And making God proud, that's something that I look at and I get gratification when I know, like, man, God's happy with me, man. Yeah. Like, I, I know what I used to do, yeah. and now I'm not doing it. And I, I know yeah. God's happy with me right now. You know, and I was even going to add to that. Um, I don't want to get your opinion. Like, what do you think of soul ties? Do you think they're real? Do you believe they're a real thing? I don't believe they're a real thing. So, I don't believe they're so real let thing. me ask you. Let me ask you a question. When when the Bible says two become one, what do you, what do you think of that? Uh, I I think that 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 it. Uh, that's tough. That is tough. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. and it's okay. The reason why the reason why I ask is because like, um, sex isn't just like it feels good, but like it's not. I feel like we don't hear this enough. Sex is a spiritual thing, as much as it is. Yeah. Physical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. as much as it is like, like, and I just feel like God the way the, the way He created things. You know, there's a reason why you feel like you're like together with the person, like literally. Yes, sir. Even when y'all are not sexually active, you feel like they're they're there 
No, that's a fact. And I was speaking for myself where, I mean, I, I thank God I haven't been in some relationship where I just feel like, oh, if we stop having sex, it's going to be the end of the world. Or like, I can't see myself not being sexual. I haven't had that. But um, for, for some people, that is the case. You know, they're like, you sit here and you know this person isn't for you, but you wind up in their bed somehow, some way, you know, and I, I, I would encourage everyone to uh, give it all to God, give it all to God, because we, we set up these things as if it's like a physical issue where it's like, okay, you know what, I'm just going to block this person. And then you run into them at the supermarket or something like that. You say, okay, well, I'm going to move to another state. And all of a sudden you in Miami for some reason, and you run into that person and Look, you can't run from your problems <laughs> forever. Right. You're going to get tired, and you're yeah. going to have to face those problems. So you might as well look at, look it in the eye and also ask God for power. Ask God for strength. No, that's real, man. And, like, I think, like, another big tip, too, is just, like, like know your triggers, right? Like, know where, like, you're weak. Um, I think, like, one area where I have kind of messed up in the past, right, is, is like, either being somewhere too late where I shouldn't be yeah you know what i'm saying and it's like bro like i'm not gonna say like don't be dumb but it's just like come on though did you really expect nothing to happen bro you know you're looking at the flame and you're like i could i could jump over this <laughs> and then when you get burned you're like yo i can't believe the fire caught out to me so let's talk about tips and advice that we can give okay first of all i will go ahead and say i struggle you know so me and my girl oh my goodness we've been we've been together i mean officially like a month but we've been hanging out for quite some time. We was quarantining or whatever. Don't kill us. But um, so yeah, we've been hanging out here and there, and it's we have been friends since 2016 when we actually first met. So we're real comfortable with each other. Um, so yeah, I I struggle. Um, and there's some boundaries. You got to create boundaries. And I will also go ahead and say, if you and your partner are not on the same page, you got to dip. All right, because the only thing that's gonna happen is you're going to slip up and you're not going to have nobody to help you and you're going to have sex. It's just the truth about it. All right. If you have a partner who's like, yeah, I mean, I'm cool for now, you know, but we'll see how it goes later on. That's a red flag. All right. You need somebody who's going to say, Hey, you want to take this journey up? I also want to take this journey as well. Okay. Let's go ahead and do this because in times of weakness, Oh, my girl has put a stop to things. All right. She is, she has told me like, Hey, look, buddy, getting a little bit too excited there, all right? Go ahead and calm that down, all right? And I've looked at myself like, yo, she's kind of right. Yeah, I, I have to stop. So advice, advice, tips, uh, definitely set boundaries. Um, I'm going to speak from my personal accounts. I would say figure out, figure out the things you can do. Stop worrying about the things you can't do, right? So, for example, me and my girl, we'll, we'll talk about the fact that, you know, oh, we can't really, like, sleep together in the bed for a whole night you know and it's kind of like yo we're we're, we're adults like why can't we yeah. do that yo but you're just trying to be practical yeah yeah, yeah. but but when we think about it it's kind of like that's kind of sad man like we can't just chill like after a See, movie but the thing is you're human trust yeah, me yeah. dog everything yeah. you're saying i've been thinking like i wish i could but i'm like i know myself yeah so so what we try to do is we try to just focus on the things that we can do so one thing we can do is, yo, we can we can watch a movie. We can stay up pretty late, but I just got to make sure I go back home. You know, I got to make sure I go back to my place. 
So that's one tip I'm gonna give. I don't want to take all the thunder, so I want to let you talk about a tip or two that you get, that you have. So like yeah, like my brother was saying, like for me, like I'm not gonna like sit here and like preach to y'all that I always get it 100 right, right. But I would say like try to have group accountability is one, right. Um, both of y'all should have accountability, right? People that you're accountable to, that's one. Um, definitely boundary and like curfews, right? Like 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 my brother was saying, like try not to worry about what you can do. Focus on what you can do and what is okay. You said curfew? Like, like they got the National Guard out yeah, here doing Yeah, it. I mean, bro, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nah, like, whether that's, like, 10 p.m. or whatever, like, yeah. y'all curfew, you said, like, somebody got to go home. Like, because that's just, like, I think a very practical thing. That's one. And then also, too, like, if, you know, try to balance, like, do stuff outside. Like, go yes. on. Like, and you don't even have to spend crazy money. But, like, find activities, right, and things to do outside because you don't realize how much you enjoy the person's company until you go outside, right? Until you like go and experience things and you like y'all go on dates or whatever. Or y'all just go out and y'all do stuff. Like yeah. Like those moments will help you just appreciate the person even more because you actually get to enjoy their company and you guys aren't just like cooped up and stuff, you know? But um that's a definitely a, those are some practical tips. Yeah, I, I also say talk about the finish line. Talk about yeah. the finish line. Bro, me and my girl, we sit up and we like Man, I, I can't wait till we make God so proud and then we finally get married and then we just free to do what we need to do but, in the bedroom. But, but one thing I would say with that is you don't want to create like crazy tension and expectations. <laughs> no, like for real. Like just like, just be like, you know what? When we get there, we're going to have fun. Yeah. But like you don't want to like yeah. under, like oversell yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's true. That's true, man. Oh, man. But no, we, we talk about the future and not just in, in terms of sex. We're just talking about like marriage and coming together and not feeling and feeling like we can we, we can pray together and say, God, thank you for doing this for us. You know, like we can look back and say, look, you know what? We actually obeyed God. And it's not like we're perfect. OK, it's not like we're perfect. I'm, I'm, I'll come on here and I'll say we have come close. But we have not. Same here. I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. Right? I've, we, I've gotten there too. We have come close. But mm -hmm. one thing that we do mm -hmm. is we make sure that we ask forgiveness. You know, we pray for our forgiveness. And we, we also pray together. That's also another tip. You know, we pray together. And sometimes things are on my heart where it's like, man, I want to ask God for forgiveness for this lust. And she'll hear that. And then she'll be like, what's going on with you? So it's kind of inviting her yeah. into this space where it just helps our relationship grow even more. Also, I think another thing too is like, um, you need to always know yourself, right? So, like, whether, like, the guy or the girl, like, everyone knows their drive. You know what I'm saying? Like, for for example, some people's drive is more chill. Not that it's, it's not there, but, like, for them, somebody has to activate them for them yeah, to yeah. go, whereas somebody's always, yeah. you know, on 100. So you, you got to know, like... Some people Tesla. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's dormant. But you got, like, you always need to know yourself. So that way you're not, obviously, overly tempting your significant other or whatever yep. and they're not and they know obviously like okay i can't if i start doing this he's gonna so i need to chill like it's a, you gotta be very self-aware as well yeah all right man we don't want to talk your head off without actually talking about some scripture so we're gonna go into some personal scriptures that that we read in our personal lives so i'm going to the book of thessalonians i got two scriptures here right so thessalonians chapter four verses four and five and it says that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor 
not in the lust of concupiscence, con concupiscence, excuse me if I mispronounce that, even as the Gentiles, which know not God. So that's Thessalonians, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 5. So concupiscence, concupiscence, and I apologize for butchering that. Or maybe I didn't butcher it, but I just want to make sure that we can get the definition of that. Concupiscence. So the definition of that is a strong sexual desire and lust. You know, and like verse four says, um, how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Okay, like God did not put us on this earth and give us these bodies to just go wild with them. Okay, there has to be honor. We need to honor our bodies. Okay, you can't just run around and I mean I've done this in the past and I've asked God for forgiveness, but we can't be promiscuous with our bodies. So that's one verse that I wanted to share. Then the second verse, I was thinking about the, the sweetness of having your own wife, right? So I went to the book of Proverbs chapter 5, and I'm going to start reading from verse 15. Drink water from your own cistern, running water from your own well. Should your springs overflow in the streets, your streams of water in the public squares? Let them be yours alone, never to be shared with strangers. May your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. A loving doe, a graceful deer, may her breasts satisfy you always. May you ever be intoxicated with her love. You know, and I wanted to dive back into the, into the word intoxicated, because I believe when we were looking at the uh, definition of abstinence, it said habitual abstaining from intoxicating beverages. But when you have a wife, you know, God gives us a, God gives us a wife or a husband, you know, and it's like, it says, may her breasts satisfy you always. May you ever so, okay, be, in the Bible. may you ever be intoxicated with her love. So I, I want to get that wife and be intoxicated forever with my wife's love, man. And, and, and enjoy your wife's breath. Amen. 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 <laughs> well, like, Amen. Um, so I, I, I have two scriptures, too. So I'm going to read the first one, which is um, 1 Corinthians 6, 18. And it says, um, flee sexual immorality. Every other sin a man commits is outside the body. But the person who is sexually immoral sins against his own body. And the second verse I'm going to read is Hebrews um, 13, 4. And it says, marriage is to be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept undefiled, because God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterers. So on, on the one end, um, in 1 Corinthians 6, um, it's like telling us to flee sexual immorality, right? And kind of, and I, I kind of like the language of the Bible, which is flee, which is run at all costs, right? Just yeah, like, don't. They're going to they think you're crazy. You uh, just get up and run. It's not that. I, I think it's because it can be dangerous, right? Because yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to compromise myself. And also the person that I care about, I don't want to compromise them. Facts. So like the Bible is telling me like, just run, like get out, like just run, just get yourself safe. Right. And then on the other end, in um, Hebrews 13, right. It's talking about marriage, um, talking about honoring the marriage bed. Right. And just keeping that joint pure and undefiled. Right. I think part of that means we have to, you know, try as, as hard as possible, not even just try as hard as possible, right? but to walk with God and, try to keep our bodies pure, you know, up until the point that we get married, right? So that by the time we get to the marriage bed and, you know, we get married, we can enjoy, you know, sex and all that good stuff with our wives, you know, with no guilt, with no shame, right? And just not having it feeling all messy and whatnot, right? So I just, 
I feel like those um, two scriptures can be encouraging and also kind of give us direction on how to move, you know, with this. Facts. And, you know, in the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy, it talked about when a man has a new wife that he should stay indoors. I think it said for like a year, which, I mean, that's, that's a long time. That's a long time because <laughs> I don't know if I can do a year with my girl. Right. Yes. But, <laughs> but, you know, when you finally get this wife, if you have been doing things prior to marrying this wife or this husband, okay, how, is, how do you... How do you then step into marriage with this sense of, hey, we're here, we've arrived now? So I wouldn't say like it's like the end of the world for y'all. Like I think as long as you like y'all repent of your sin and you know you ask God for forgiveness, right? And y'all seek clarity with God, right? Just to understand why y'all were doing what y'all were doing, right? So that it doesn't taint, like not that it doesn't taint, but so it doesn't weigh you guys down in the marriage moving forward, right? So it's basically kind of separating from which I were doing previously so that y'all can move forward in a healthy and God honoring way. So like the biggest thing is just repent, you know, of those sins. It's not the end of the world for y'all, but just like ask God for forgiveness and restoration, right? And for the strength and direction so y'all can move together. Yeah. And we are two brothers that we, like, like you said, it's not the end of the world, but it's sort of like getting a bad grade on an exam, right? You're holding yourself back and you're going to have to try again. You know, you can continue to go about things in your own way, but God has given us God has given us a way to do things. And when we follow God's law, that helps us out in the future, right? That's why in terms of marriages lasting and all these issues and divorces and things like that, we've brought so much of our own feelings and so much of our uh, own laws and, and guidelines into things where it's like, hey, we're, we're not seeing long-lasting marriages. And I'm not just going to sit here and say a marriage is only dependent on sex. No. But I know sex is a big deal for me. And in everything that I've done in the past, like, things haven't worked out when sex has been in the picture. You know, and love is a sacrifice. You know, if you love someone, you have to make sacrifices. And this is just another way of me affirming how much I love my girl. I love her so much. Hey, I'm, I, I, can, I can fall back. I can tell my body to relax. I can respect you and make sure that I'm not doing anything that would uh, anger God, you know? That's real. And it's like, I haven't, I haven't made this commitment to you yet, right? So I'm going to try as hard as possible to honor God and honor you, right? Because I actually care about you because you're more, you're more to me than just your body, right? You, you're a total uh, person that had worth before you, um, you know, before before I met you. So it's like, it's just affirming. I'm affirming the way God created you. It's affirming the respect that I have for God and, and you as well. Hey, bro, this has been a great episode. This is kind of cool because I I can't, I'm I'm, I'm wondering who's going to settle down first, the team, both of us, bro. <laughs> okay. I'm wondering, hey, uh, if you're listening right now and you feel like one of us is going to definitely settle down before the other, let us know. You, you might take a little poll or something like that. But of course, you know, we're going to make sure that we are um, taking the right steps and it's not anything that's rushed into. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's been a good episode. We've shared a lot with the people. Um, like I mentioned earlier, please reach out to us if you have any comments, any concerns. Um, leave us a rating. Tell your friends about us. Uh, we just love everything that's going on right now. Uh, from when, once you first started, continue to follow us on our Instagram page, that is Urban Theology underscore 
You can follow me. My name is Toby. I'm one half of the show. You can follow me at Long Live T O B E, Long Live Toby, and just just reach out, man. Reach out. And uh, you can follow me at Rice underscore and underscore Stew. Again, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all for you know tuning in and the feedback. And we just hope that the conversations that we've been having are really blessing y'all and just encouraging y'all in this season. All right. Hey, everybody, stay blessed. Later. Deuces. Peace.